Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Finger Guns podcast with Tony, Dave, and James. Once again, we are sans Dave. Dave is back on leave. We only had him for one small episode. <laughs> so I am, of course, the juiciest of Jimmy's, and I'm here with Big Tasty Tony B. And our very, very special guest. No announcement needed, but you guys can do it for me. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Mr. Patrick Iveroni. Thanks for being here, man. Really thank you, thank it. you. Thank you for having me. It's about time. Yeah, yes. Yeah, we only needed Dave to have another child, and then... Then we just snuck you on there. And we were able to just we'll pile driving all the guests we yeah, actually want to have on the podcast. Exactly. We never really wanted Dave. We just <laughs> felt like we were obligated to keep him. So, yeah, I guess that's a family issue. Yeah, that's a family I'll issue. let you guys yeah, deal with that. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it just so happens that this episode is coming out on uh, opening day of March Madness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For all the basketball heads out there. Exactly. So not me, but you two. <laughs> and for a little bit of context, me and Patrick have played basketball together for what 20 25 years give or take give yeah. or take that's yeah, a lot yeah, of years yeah. that's a lot of years that's a lot of basketball Wait, when was the last time you two shot hoops together shot hoops together oh now we're looking at like 10 15 years ago mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. no it hasn't been that but we were last last game we played we were 19 or 20 i think when was that plus sacrament yeah and our age is what now yeah, yeah. There fuck. you go. There we go. It's more thirteen years ago. Thirteen, but. thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, the fucking. So, so when he said ten to fifteen years ago, yeah. he was not wrong at all. I just, I just obviously, I forgot my age. Our, our, our age with, uh, you know, math is definitely not your strong suit. Never was. Yeah, mm. never was. Never was. I was accounting for four years, and it's still uh, not your strong still suit. Still not my strong suit. <laughs> Anybody out there that had Tony as their accountant, you might want to go figure out if you're going to get called get a, for some fraud. Yeah, <laughs> get someone to comb over those books a little bit. Check those two plus twos because. They tripped Tony up a lot. Oh my God! It's twenty-two, right? <laughs> two plus two. Let's come on. It's twenty-two. You just put them together. Put them together, guys. Oh my God. Anyway, let's get thanks started. For being here. You want to get into this? Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's get into this. Yeah, let's get it going. Uh, best first man? Yeah. All right. Let's... I think. Wait, is this going to be like one of the last times that we can do a proper best man worst? Uh, no, I'm going to. Let's. You uh, think we're going to be able to let's pull it shoot off? for this. Uh, all we need is three. All right. We just need three, man. All right. We'll come back to you next time if it's still going to be a segment for the next little bit. There's a reason. We just can't really talk about it right now. We but are we'll, under we'll figure NDA. It out. <laughs> we will figure it out. I'm hoping we can still pull it off. Yes, absolutely. Um, Patrick, so yeah. for best worst man. Um, I told you to watch some basketball movies. Ooh. Um, do you want to go there or do you want to mix it with a little bit of basketball? Some of the, or mix it with basketball and some of the movies that you've seen over the last couple of months. We usually just go from a two week period, but because, um, because we obviously, you obviously don't watch as much movies as we do. You can six months a year. You can, you can, you can, you can pull a Josh and go you all the way back to the beginning of time. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. I mean, I've watched what maybe two movies in the last two weeks. Okay, sure. Yeah. Kids, Assholes. yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, Kristen, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's. I mean, the worst is pretty obvious, and it's the one that I was dreading as soon as I heard it was being filmed. Sure. sure. Uh, Space Jam: New Legacy. Oh god, oh, for yes. fuck's sake! As a basketball <laughs> okay. fan myself, okay. I was already skeptical about it, and mm -hmm. I waited for it to be free on Netflix before. 
I decided to watch it and yeah. I, I'll never get those two hours back in my no, life you again. Won't. No, you won't. No, you no. won't. Very, very disappointed, but that's what I expected. But it's not like beyond that. They just, I don't know what the plan was. Like, no. it's not that, and I'm not saying that Space Jam the original Space Jam is a great movie. It's not either. Okay, well, let, let, let's 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 not, not say things we can't take back. It's, it's not awful great, act, Tony. <laughs> let's be honest. It's, it is yeah. the worst acting. It's real bad. But it's a classic. But you know what? I, 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 I take Michael Jordan and Bill Murray over uh, fucking LeBron James and the Warner Brothers IP. I don't disagree. I also think the plot made a lot more sense, was a lot more fun instead yeah. of whatever the fuck this was. I don't even know what the like fuck this, that was. This was insane. Like this entire like Don Cheadle fucking algae rhythm yeah, thing was yeah. just like it was awful. It was Garbo. Yeah, it was super dumb. And it was just like a way for them to shove at the end that last game, which I mean, again, talking about the first Space Jam, that game played out really well. Yeah, it made a lot of sense. It was a lot of fun. There was a lot of wackiness, a lot of ups and downs, but it all sort of tied itself together really nicely. This one. I think was just an excuse for them to show off how much IP they own. Yeah, that was exactly what do you, what do you it. Think? I agree. I mean, in the first Space Jam, they actually played a real game of basketball, whereas in yeah. the New Legacy, they decided to twist it around and make it a video game. Yeah, which sure, I get it for all those who have kids out there. That bond is something that should be special. And, and when you're as high of a profile as LeBron James is, some the timing's not always going to be on his side with traveling, playing. He's really got the off season if his kids travel with him. Yeah. But they kind of made him look like a bad father. And I very much doubt that's what he is in real life. Yeah. You know what? Beyond that, too. So thinking about the first Space Jam. Yeah. At that time, Michael Jordan was uber rich. Like yeah. he had. Well, it was, money 90, pouring it was out 90, of his, 96, right? Yeah, 96. He, was, he was at he the money height, man. Pouring out of his ass from all sides. Yeah. But they still found a way to humanize him. Yes. Like they made him like he had a modest house with his family. Like it was like a very small like he was very family oriented. Yeah. Whereas LeBron, it was like, do they legitimately just film at his mansion that has this giant fucking like basketball court in his backyard? And just was like, again, like with Michael Jordan, they brought him down to earth and yeah. made him relatable. And with LeBron, I don't feel like they did a good job with that. They just kind of were like, oh, he's LeBron. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but what? I can't connect to LeBron. <laughs> I don't know LeBron. Oh, We're man. definitely not the 1% in this world. Yes, mm. exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, but that was my biggest issue with how they portrayed LeBron. Is yeah. I know he's very heavily in the community in LA. Yeah. Uh, he's at all his son's basketball games and then they yeah, made yeah, him yeah, look yeah. like a complete asshole. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's, and I know it's a storyline. They're trying to bring that bond back together in the understanding, but uh, I mean, they could have done it differently where, yeah. you know, he actually made time for his kids, yeah, which he does in real life. So I was not a fan of that. I don't even really think I'm a LeBron fan, but that's just like, that's cold. Yeah. Like, yeah. Warner yeah Brothers, really what are you doing? Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. not thinking about the original Space Jam. I'm trying to figure out like, what was the motivation for Michael Jordan at that time? And I guess it was just like, he was aimless. He like, didn't he, he like lost his mojo. Yeah, yeah, that's what he transferred to baseball. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then golf briefly. Yeah. Um, well, golf was just something he did yeah, on the just side. just on the side, yeah, but yeah. that's how he got brought into Looney Tunes. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, exactly. Yeah, it was, uh, the ball. yeah, it was... Uh, Come on, Wayne Knight? Like, yeah, that yeah. fucking... That movie, <laughs> that movie is, is good, man. Incredible. Good. I fucking love that movie so much. But okay, yeah, I can accept that as worst for sure. I also like that now we're going to go worst my best. Yeah, let's I do think it. it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. James, yeah. hit us with your worst. Okay, my worst, it's... 
I was in Florida last week, so I didn't have a heck of a lot of time to watch a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and I was also keeping up with the thing that we can't talk about. So <laughs> uh, there was a lot on my plate, but I was able to sneak three films in. So this one is going to be a high worst, very high, basically okay. a Number three. Um, number three. Yeah, number it's three. number three. Number three of the road. Uh, it's Project Wolf Hunting. Oh. It's okay. Out of the three that I saw, it's going to rank number three. All right. That's fair. Um, I liked it. I didn't know what I was getting into. And the only thing I knew about it was whatever you and Dave told me about yeah. it, which was, so you're going to need a cold shower yep. and there's buckets of blood. Absolutely. And that's pretty much all I know. So give it like a, a one quick, sentence slog line. For, this is basically uh, it. I'm magic. learning a lot right now about this <laughs> movie. Quick, the quickest synopsis is um, a bunch of high profile criminals are being extradited from the Philippines back to Korea by cargo ship. So all of these criminals are put on one fucking ship and that ship is on its way back to Korea. Think Con Air meets Resident Evil. Yeah. And shit hits the fucking fan. <laughs> so then it turns into the purge. Uh think more Con Air. Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you remember Con Air? Remember? Yes. Yeah. Think yeah. think more of that. And then uh and then a smidge of Resident Evil yeah. thrown in there for a little good a little bit of creature monster kind of thing. Because there's because the fucking plot is like all over the place. It's like it's the first for first half of the movie. It's Con Air. And then all of a sudden there's like this little subplot with like a little experiment. And then the experiment goes wrong. And then hijinks ensue. I mean, yeah. did they ever really go right those experiments? That's true. They never really do. No, I mean, this really one, do. I mean, theoretically, this experiment did work. Technically. It worked. It just no, maybe worked a little bit too well. Yeah. Um, and they didn't equate for it working too well. Yeah, and then also put that thing on the ship with everybody else. Um, but what'd you think of the kills? Like some of the kills oh, were yeah. like fucking ridiculous, Insane. so gnarly. Yeah, they were. It like I felt afterwards that I needed a cold shower. Like at least like that movie knew what it needed to be. It was like get all these criminals on a ship, yeah. and then let things hit the fan. It was just like that's all it had. So I was like, okay, this is. It's fun. I yeah. had a fun time. Yeah, yeah. It's a little long. It gets a little bit too flashbacky. I think somewhere in the middle. Yeah, it gets a little bit too convoluted when they go into like the the backstory of like the experiment and stuff. Yeah, I thought. And then world building at the end yeah. for some reason. I'm just like, I oh, gearing up for the sequel. Yeah, too. it's like <laughs> I don't know that I need this, but okay. Yeah, um, yeah. There's just like extra stuff that was thrown on that I don't think was completely necessary for a movie that was just a bunch of criminals that need to get back to korea I, yeah yeah i don't i don't know also That's, there's about what like 25 20 to 25 criminals yeah like that maybe 30 yeah they have about like half that in cops on the ship yeah what did That's... they expect was going to happen <laughs> Well, especially after like the way that it's set up too. the reason they're not even going by air and they're going by sea now is because someone like blew themselves up at the front of the airport. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was like you didn't. You, Still you took, too soon. You can't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I can because that's the way the movie opens. <laughs> Although I too was like, man, you're going with bomb at an airport. Jesus. It's Korea. There's no rules yeah, in true. Korea. It's true. It is Korea. Um, but yeah, overall, like I, I enjoyed it. I still yeah. thought it was a lot of fun. Um it's not amazing, but like mm -hmm. it's it's a simple premise that just gets to the point and you're just yeah. showered in blood throughout most of it. And it's a lot. It's gruesomely over the top. Love it. Worth it. Worth it. Definitely worth it. What do yeah. you got? 
for my worst, I might get a little flack from Patrick because I know mm. it's one of his favorites. Uh, it's a little film called Like Mike. You put Like Mike. That's the worst. Like Mike. Yeah, buddy. Oh I God. need to know, understand why, <laughs> and then I'll. <sighs> so we were. I rewatched this gearing up for March Madness. Sure. All my uh, just just uh, my best worst man. My themed is is going to be basketball. That's fine. Um. First of all, Bow Wow can't act to save his life. No. I don't know where his sex appeal and charm came from because um, I remember when this movie came out and all the girls were just like, he's so cute. He's so dreamy. No, I wanted to punch him in the face the entire movie. Mm. And then you throw in uh, Crispin Glover, who is the um, he's the orphanage, the guy who runs the orphanage. And he's like the seedy thing who's trying to exploit um bow wow because he has the magical michael jordan shoes right um yeah it's just i this, rewatch it i saw it in theaters and i was like you know what this is a good like it's a good family like wholesome movie it's just so over the top and it's just so bad yeah but i will say it features a very young and i'm talking young jesse plemets Oh, yeah. Discount Matt Damon. Yeah, Discount Matt Damon. And guess what? He plays a dick. <laughs> Good for him. He he know he knew his he knew his role from, his, from the beginning. He knew his role from the beginning and he played it. And then uh Jonathan Jonathan Lipkin's in it too. The oh, little guy from Jonathan uh, Lipkin. Stuart Little. Yeah. It's oh. a little um our little sponsor is making making herself known. Yes. Thanks, Louie. <laughs> um sorry, not sponsor, mascot. This uh <laughs> Like Mike was when like Bow Wow was Bow Wow and not Lil no, Bow Wow. He, he dropped was, the Lil. He was no. always Lil at that time. He was basically like twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. even. I couldn't remember time. when he dropped the Lil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he was he was still in his little phase. Mm, yeah. mm. But like some of the basketball, like it was it was fun. Yeah, but it also looks like shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like the wire, the wire work of him of fucking Bow Wow fucking dunking and shit. Sure. Yeah. Like. Don't get me wrong. Patrick, you'll probably show it to your kids. You'll probably love watching it with your kids. I'll be honest. This was my meh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that's fine. Perfect. This, is a good, this is a good segue. This is a great segue. I'm segue. Basketball segue. completely yeah, yeah, yeah. all the that's way. Fine. Yeah. yeah. So this was my meh. And the reason, again, was the acting just sucked. Okay. Yeah. It was I, terrible. I mean, mind you, you're talking about a lot of kids acting that are probably in their first way into the industry. Yeah. So you got to think about that, too. And then, like you said, Bow Wow is... Lil Bow Wow at the time, not an actor at all. No, uh, no, I don't. Did he do anything else after this? Uh, yes, he yeah, is he, in did a, a, he did a couple. He's in a few. Oh, as Jesus, he's more matured. We'll right. Say. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of. Well, he was in. He head. was in Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he was okay in that. That's he what was I was okay thinking about. Yeah, he I figured it out. By then. I didn't want to punch him in the That's face. That's when then. he was Bow Wow. Yeah, yeah. He was no longer Lil Bow Wow. He was. And then I think there was another one called Roll Bounce. With Nick Cannon, everybody's favorite. Oh, Daddy of the Year, Nick Daddy Cannon. Daddy of the Year, Nick Cannon, right? <laughs> uh, and that's that's the. I think that's about it. He wasn't in that much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but just but, not, just not, just at this at this stage, not a good enough actor. No, exactly, no. exactly. To, no, to lead in a movie, <laughs> you're looking at your best actor being Eugene Levy in that movie. Eugene Levy, uh, yeah, yeah. And and uh, I'd say Morris Morris Chestnut. I didn't like his acting. You didn't like his acting. He was his usual he was his usual self though. I've seen him as better in acting though. Okay. Okay. He, that's he's better than that and that was again, that's pretty early in his career yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
but I, it, I feel like he had to play down to the character he was playing. Right. And the story. So my it's my med more because of the storyline, mm-hmm. the acting we can put aside, but the, it actually had a good storyline where, again, you have this superstar basketball player all about himself, doesn't care about anybody else. And then all of a sudden you get this kid enter his life mm. orphan or not. And then all of a sudden he's a family man. So the storyline is good. It ends with the adoptions yeah, yeah, of yeah, both yeah. Jonathan Lipnicki's character and Lil Bow Wow's character. And the whole thing just comes together at the end. He loses his powers because of the shoes getting ruined. He still is in that last play. They win the game. Hooray. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a feel-good movie. It that, gets there. Yeah. And that's that's where it's the meh for me. I could care less about the acting part of it in there. But overall storyline, I think it was well done. Mm. Mm. Here's a here's something that I want to actually ask that yeah. I just thought of. Yeah. Um, looking back at Space Jam, a new, uh, a new legacy, Space Jam, and now, like Mike, since that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, how, like, how many basketball stars... Did it end up having? Well, Space like, Jam had the Space original Jam. had a yeah. ton. Like you had yeah, yeah, cameos yeah. from yeah. You had like Gary Char- Payton was in there. Charles, Charles Bar- Barkley. Sorry, Charles Barkley, Barkley was there. Yeah. yeah, you had Dirk, Steve Nash, mm-hmm. all the guys that were big at the mm-hmm. time. They entered that movie at some point during. That. And I guess New Legacy tried to do the same thing with like the kid scanning a bunch of basketball players. Yeah. They did. What I did like about that part is that he incorporated the WNBA. I agree. And that's, that was nice. Mm-hmm. I, it is good to see that the WNBA is starting to get some more respect on its yeah. name. And then like Mike. Like Mike. So like Mike was um, was Steve Nash and Dirk Nowinski. Yeah. Um, they were in it. They actually, it was funny. They had, there was a little like cute little cutaway where Dirk goes up to Bow Wow and he's like, can I get your autograph? It's for my, it's for my daughter or for my niece or something. And he's like, what's your, what's your niece's name? He's like, Dirk. (laughs) So I thought that was funny. And like, he goes up to Allen Iverson, like Bow Wow goes up to Allen Iverson. He's like, oh my God, like Iverson, like I love love you. Can you sign my autograph? And then his teammate has to pull him away being like, you know, like you're not supposed to do that kind of thing. I also need to correct myself. Those actors that I, or actors, those basketball players that I mentioned were in like Mike, not Space Jam. So Space Space Jam Jam was more of the old school Mm. guys like Muggsy Bogues in there. Muggsy Bogues was there. Charles Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Sean Bradley. He's awful. He's not even an all star it's just freaking tall. just a lace he's, he's, he's just a big guy he's just a big guy man yeah, when you're seven yeah. foot something i mean yeah that'd be That's great i could be in the nba too that yeah. height of course all you have to do is just kind of wave your arms around you'll be okay yeah. so i like that aspect you yeah, gotta yeah, have, yeah if you're gonna have basketball that's what movies, i mean you gotta have like, I mean. the real players in yeah it, that's right? what I, that's what i mean that's what i was curious about is just yeah. like seeing the differences between three different time frames of basketball yeah, movies because exactly. like mike was like early 2000s oh and fucking vince carter was in like mike too yeah vince <laughs> that's carter. when he was in his prime yeah that was yeah, yeah, vince yeah. carter in yeah, his yeah. prime for sure when you could when you could safely wear a vince carter jersey and be like yeah you're cool exactly exactly and i could touch on that but it's that's a whole nother conversation that <laughs> would have to happen <laughs> i mean i'm not i'll be honest i'm not happy the way that whole outcome played out with vince carter but then you think about it as he was getting towards the end of his retirement and everybody in Toronto loved him again. Yeah. They all wanted him to sign and retire in Toronto. Yeah. And I think that's part of the issue, right? He's a villain because he left. He wanted to win. And at the time, Toronto wasn't the place. To no, win. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have been at the end of his career really either. No. He could have been, but you're not going to sign him for however much the veterans max or minimum is. Yeah. Uh, 
But I mean, you, you got to put respect on his name from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, matter what, course. he put Toronto on the map. Oh, yeah. he's been sanity, man. Exactly. So the way that that whole thing played out, I don't completely <laughs> agree with yeah, him yeah, being yeah, a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, no. you're upset he left. He was the superstar in Toronto. He put again. He brought it on the yeah, map, he, and yeah. then he left. He so was does trying to else. further everybody. his own career. Exactly. exactly. It is what it is. At that yeah. time, that made sense. Made sense. I get it. That's all I got to say on that. Yeah. I just want to make sure that uh, fans out there. I know you all love Vince Carter, so stop. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, this with your math. Oh, yeah, my Matt. Oh, that's right, because you guys overlapped. That works. Uh, my Matt. So on the flight down to Florida, I decided to, because I still have not seen Clerks 3. I'm just kind of working up to it. Yeah. Um, so I rewatched Clerks 1 because I hadn't seen that in nice. a long time. Um, and I used to remember really, really liking it. And now I just kind of thought it was fine. Yeah, that sounds about <laughs> right. I saw, Clerks, I saw Clerks 2 recently with Melissa, and yeah. I'm like... Yeah, I don't this think it really holds fine. up. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's nostal- yeah. honestly, it's nostalgic. Yeah, I, I would say that. If anything, yeah, I found myself like enjoying sort of some of the more serious parts of it. Like, there's still jokes that I yeah. absolutely love, and I'll never get tired of. Of course, like thirty-seven, thirty-seven <laughs> in a row. Like, and also that trying to never... suck any dick on the way through the parking lot is great. <laughs> there's no notes on that. It's perfect. Um, like there's just so much and like you can like knowing how it was made too. like I was able to like see sort of parts of it of like the yeah. fact that you know the gum and the lock of the shutters was just a way so they could shoot at night there's just like stupid little things that were just like oh this is brilliant like what a way to shoot this for like absolutely no money absolutely man um, and just like it's just a bunch of friends just hanging out just shooting hanging this out, fucking having, a, having a good yeah. time right it's long as fuck really I it thought is, it was like Clerks Cler- 1? Clerks 1's only like 90 minutes, isn't it? Yeah, and somehow it still feels long. <laughs> but like the way that it ends is always just fantastic because uh, Dante gets his comeuppance yep. and realizes he's just a piece of shit. Um, and Randall's just a G. Yeah. Who's yeah. wiser and smarter than us all. Of course. Um, I forgot, and I can't remember which version I watched because this one had the... Uh, when they go to the funeral, yeah, it had the animated section in there. Okay, uh, it's the lost scene, so like it actually like the animated. Oh, so you probably, I think you, I think it was the extended. Yeah, the extended or like the director's cut. The director's kind of cut. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I think he wanted to film it and like didn't. Yeah. Um, he probably didn't have the money for it. Yeah. So right. it was it was kind of fun to see that little bit thrown in there too, because it was like this extended scene of them at the funeral parlor. Yeah. Because um, isn't in the in the original in the funeral parlor scene? Don't they just like stay? on yeah this, and then the they're, front they're of it, running out and then yeah. it's like a five minute it's like a almost like a two minute they're they're in yeah. and out and yeah. then they're running out yeah kind of yeah thing. and they're driving away as yeah. people are like running down the street yeah so yeah. that scene is there obviously them getting there is there and then that scene is there and then he filled in the middle with an animated piece yeah um it had like a few other actors come in and like do different various voices and you find out what actually happened at the funeral home where mm-hmm. how randall ended up knocking the corpse over. <laughs> um which is kind of fun like i enjoyed that little bit that he was able to like put that in there um i don't know i thought i think i liked it a lot more when i was younger because i think it just played into my sensibilities when i well, was dick younger and, it was dick and fart jokes right yeah. like when you're younger you're, it's all it's all dick and fart jokes yeah he hasn't yeah. he hasn't grown from that he's still the same dick and true. Fart. when you watch clerks three it's it's still the, that the same the same the same shtick yeah it's still that yeah. i'm sure it's going to be and i'm sure it's never going to really end but no i've i've started getting more and more tired of kevin smith 
the the later he keeps making films because it's just never changing and it's just like I've changed. Yeah, it's not him. It's no. me. I feel like with with Kevin Smith, like his movies are still the same, but it's like that nostalgic feeling. Yeah, like his movies like bring me back to a simpler time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I know they're not the greatest, and I'm not going to defend them that mm-hmm. they're the that they're they're great. Um. But it just reminds me of a simpler time. So you're always yeah. you're when you're watching a Kevin Smith movie, you're always guaranteed that nostalgic feeling. Yeah, of for sure. Watching like Chasing Amy and Clerks sure. and on and on. I still have it. a soft spot for Zach and Mary. Of course, Zach and Mary, I, I have a soft spot too. And same with Chasing Amy. I think yeah. Chasing Amy is his best one, and uh, that one still Agreed. still littered with fucking dick and fart yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah. But like Chasing Amy has a heart, man. Yes, and yeah, that's the same thing with Zach and Mary. Zach and Mary, like it's it's that thing, but. It has heart. It has a heart. Yeah. I think that's that's what it needs. Not that Clerks doesn't have heart. It does. It does have heart. Just I don't relate to that heart anymore. Exactly. We've grown, <laughs> so, we've grown up. Yeah, we've grown yeah, up. Whereas yeah. I think Kevin Smith has not grown up. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's okay. That's, that's okay. okay. Like I said, you always know what you're getting into. Yep. Right? 100%. Okay. So we need your meh. Okay. So um, this isn't really Is going to align with, with Patrick's I best. I don't know. It might. <laughs> I'm actually curious. Unless it's, uh, if you're sticking on the basketball theme, we might be in the same boat here. Mm. Um, so it's not really a mad. It's more of a second best. Okay. Kind of thing. That's fine. Number two. Number two. It is a film called He Got Game. He Got Game. This is not my best. <laughs> okay. Not a chance. He Got Game. He Got Game. Directed by Spike Lee. Oh, okay. uh, starring yeah, Denzel yeah. Washington. Yeah, yeah. Very, very simple premise. It's like as simple as they get. Denzel Washington is in prison um, for for a crime that he committed. Yeah. Um, his son is the next prodigy to be dra- to be um, signed by a university. Yeah. Warden is behind a big a big university that wants his son. Yep. So the warden's like, hey, if you get your son to commit to the school, I'll reduce your sentence. Oh. So then they release him and mm-hmm. they give him a week. And then from there, Denzel Washington tries to rekindle his relationship with his son. While trying to get him to sign for, uh, I think the university was Big State, hmm. and uh, and then it goes off from there. The film is your typical Spike Lee. Yeah, like it's not anything different. It's Spike Lee. Lee. It's Spike Lee. Yeah. It's Spike Lee. It's 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 great. Denzel Washington is great. Ray Allen is the plays his son. Ray Allen, obviously Patrick would know who Ray yeah. Allen is. Second best three point shooter of all time. Hey, yeah. all right. He is. He's decent. He's yeah. not the greatest, yeah. but he's decent. Rosario Dawson is in it. Oh, I do. Uh, like she plays she she plays the girlfriend, um, Mila Jovovich. Uh, Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. Yeah. yeah, she's in it as well. She plays the prostitute with a heart of gold. Nice. Um, and yeah, that's all I gotta really say about it. It's it's really good. It's it's a tad it's a pinch too long. Mm. Um, but if you like Spike Lee, um, yeah. You know what you're in for. Now, and, is, is Ray Allen the only basketball star in this movie? Uh, he's the only basketball star that I recognized. I can't confirm or deny it. <laughs> All right, we'll go with it. That's fine. It's a one. It's a one. One star. But yeah. I like but I like some of the uh, some of the locations because some of mm-hmm. the locations that they play where they play street ball and stuff, those are actually real like locations where um, I'm assuming it was in New York. Yeah. Because um, Spike. I'm sure they filmed some of them in New York. Either it's either in in New York or LA. One of the one of the two. I recognize. I can't remember where the parks were, but I recognize the parks are that they shot at are recognizable Recognizable. parks. Um, And Denzel Washington, man, like Mm -hmm. he can really do no wrong. 
Yeah. Like he could fucking be Batman and still pull off a great performance. Of course he could. He's don't he's give just any ideas. Right. Come on. Well, we still need that Meryl Streep Batman movie. Come on. Oh, Meryl <laughs> Streep Batman movie. <laughs> Jesus. Patrick, hit us with your best. All right. My oh best. Oh and it's probably it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Of all time. Of I all love time. it. OK. Uh, again, sticking with the basketball theme, I'm going to go Coach Carter. Coach, Coach Carter. Carter. All right. Has everything you need in a basketball movie. Go on. What is everything you need? What, 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 what are my need? elements? Sam right. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Samuel Jackson. A very yes. young Channing Tatum. I mean, that's not why I like it, but <laughs> it doesn't All have right. it. Does, it's completely off the premise of, oh, let's throw in basketball stars. Sure. Let's actually put actors into this. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. give it one of the best feel good storylines that a sports movie can have. OK, this would be my equivalent sports movie to a football movie like Remember the Titans. Sure. Yeah. It's that feel good yeah. at the end, even though, you know, all the it's always a happy ending. Well, in this one, it's not a happy ending. Right. Yeah. It is, but it isn't. Right. So the whole thing. Yeah. You have Sam Jackson. You got, as you said, Tony. C-Tates. Got, yeah. C-Tates. Yeah. 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 Uh, but then, yeah, the acting. It was actually good acting. The storyline was unreal. I, at yeah. least I think so. From not being a, it's a, a good it's buff. a good under underdog story. Underdog yes. story right? sure. It's an underdog yeah. story. Yeah. You you yeah. bring in a former high school all star, has his own family now. They got some money. They send their kid to the best prep school available. Yeah. He gets a job coaching at his old high school and his son drops out of the school to go play for his dad. It's a pretty good. It starts off right away as a good feel good situation. Yeah. And the yeah. school, the school is like one of the one of the wor- worst teams, right? Worst he's trying to teams, he's trying to he's trying to turn it around. Areas. Yeah. It's just you're yeah. you're looking at like the at the ghetto of the ghetto. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. And he's here and he just changes everything. He brings didn't bring anybody in really except his son, but he just changed the whole face of that program and just brought them to be better in human beings. Right. Every coach's plan is to obviously win basketball games but then you also want to make a positive impact yeah on of course. your athletes lives he wanted, he wanted to make the make the students better yeah. humans yeah, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. Yeah, student he he kept reflecting on student athletes right because right? all the parents are there's there's one point in the movie uh where he locks out the gym because all of his students are fa- all all of his players are failing yeah right and he puts everybody in the library and he's like you were not playing until you get your grades up kind of thing he wanted right. to see everybody make it to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. at the end yeah. of the day, yes, we are your athletes, but your students first. That's why it's called student athlete, not athlete students. Yeah. And then, of course, you make it to state and you ultimately lose your game. Of course. So and that's one of the things I actually liked about this movie. Yeah. Every yeah. sports small, movie has yeah. a happy ending where the team rose to the yeah. occasion and they win. Yeah. Whereas this one, the team did win. They lost the basketball game. But then you got a guy like my boy Timo Cruz, and <laughs> yeah, he's he's one of my favorite characters in that movie. He's he's the thug of all thugs. Yeah, gets kicked off the team. Something bad happens to him. Coach takes him back in, and all of a sudden, he's a brand new person. Right, and that again ties in, tying it all together that you just want the best for your players. Yeah. So he sees his cousin getting killed. Goes first thing Timo does is he knocks on his coach's door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick and Gonzalez he, plays Timo yeah. Cruz. Gotcha. And he embraces him, pull, brings him in the house and saying, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the, that, don't worry, I got you. Let's, don't worry about it. Let's just get you inside. Like, 
I don't know. It's, it's yeah. a feel again. Yeah, it's yeah, a feel yeah. good movie. Yeah. It's you see when they lo- when when they lose the game, uh, it's a heartbreaker. Yeah, right? of course. Um, yeah, I think they lost by like one or something like they, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but ultimately, they do the the thing where they come back and everyone's greeting them. Everyone, yeah. and then they do yeah. like where everyone ends up, kind of sure, thing, yeah, yeah. right? And everyone ends up with like this guy gets a business. This guy plays gets drafted into the college and awesome. like, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, so yeah. like they the whole the whole point of it was that these students don't have a future, right? Yeah. They play basketball and then they're either they either get killed on the streets or yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Uh, or they go to jail. Yeah. And Sam Jackson's character, his his ultimate goal was he wanted them to succeed in life. Yeah. And gotcha. that's why the that's why the ending is like kind of sad, but it's also uplifting. Yeah. 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 It was a it was a game for their souls and exactly. he won. Yeah. And he won. Yeah. And he won. And that was part of what Sam Jackson's character implemented when he took over. Whereas all most of the athletes being African American or students being African American, they don't end up going to college. Yeah. And being from the neighborhood that they grew up in, you have even that much less, less of, a of a chance to go to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to end sure. up in jail or you are probably going to end up dead. Yeah. That's yeah. basically what he preached. Gotcha. They're saying if you don't turn it your life around now. These, this is where you're headed. Yeah, yeah. And this movie was actually based on a true story, so it actually did happen. Nice. Yes. Well, that's great. Yeah. I like it. That's a good choice, man. That's it's a really good choice. By far, one of my favorite movies of all time. Like I mentioned, it just it has everything, and it has it's got its ups and downs, just like every other sports movie and good movie. Yeah. Like it's never a consistent rise. You have to build up to it, and you have to have those moments in the movie where. Things don't always go your way. Yeah. The team has to come together in order to make something happen. Nice. And there was that. There was also that in the movie yeah. as well. I love that. That's Jam- great. James, hit us with your best. Oh, I had to catch up on something finally. Um, so on my flight home from Florida, I decided that it was finally time for me to watch The Whale. Oh, boy. I fucking loved that movie. You what the it. hell? Hey, it's great. It's great. So, And that's interesting for me, too, because like I really did not like Mother. Um, really? I didn't. Am I the only one that fucking likes that movie? No, I thought Dave likes it too, doesn't he? I don't think he likes it nearly as much as I do. Oh, yeah, you love that movie. <laughs> I, I, no. Um, you can have that one. Um, Fantastic, I'll take it. But, like, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed The Whale. I love the fact that it was, I don't know, I have a very, I have a soft spot for, like, things that used to be plays, but, like, really just take place all in one room. Yeah. Um. So any movie that's like that is just, like, my super soft secret spot mm-hmm. of enjoying movies yeah um patrick do you know what the whale is i don't i'm just gonna listen to this one <laughs> yeah so it's it's up for oscars it's brendan Fraser as a very very large obese man um who is dealing with the end of his life um that's essentially it um and it just plays out with him trying to reconnect with his daughter uh and try to also find his own path to some type of salvation of some kind um characters come in and out and every single i i can't point to a weak actor in that movie no they're all aces they're every single one yeah even the fucking pizza delivery guy nailed his little (laughs) spot like it was just like everything was just firing on all cylinders in order to make that work and it worked so so well Yeah, yeah, yeah there's not a weak moment in it i don't think that any of it could have been cut or trimmed in any different way no like i don't it's think so either lean as it can be and yeah. like it hits all the notes that it needs to hit those, those last 15 minutes man brutal emotionally devastating brutal there was like when i saw it in the because i saw it at tiff 
um just sobbing yeah fuck even i was sobbing yeah like at one point that's I that's because you're a little bitch yeah no. yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> i literally had to catch i literally had to hold my breath i don't i don't know if it was just like my emotions playing with me that i was just so unbelievably tired and like oh, i was man. just vulnerable but i was i literally had to hold my breath yeah. because i couldn't stop i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil too much but like the, at the end uh when you figure out the 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 reason behind the essay and then also when sadie sink just says the word daddy yeah i was like i'm on a plane surrounded by other people i need to like not start sobbing uncontrollably but like it was difficult yeah that movie sure. was way intense by the end yeah. there were people people were still leaving the theater and like beat red like yeah, yeah, yeah. masks were yeah. soaked from tears people were yeah. like like it was everyone everybody in that theater was a visible fucking mess mm -hmm. leaving mm -hmm. and it was ridiculous so totally totally worth the best spot there definitely seek it out patrick if you're, uh, saying, this sounds like a movie that i might actually enjoy watching yeah it's it's quiet it's not gross in any way i mean it's a little gross well, not really. I, I can't mean, really look at pizza and ranch dressing in oh, the same way. Don't yeah. ruin pizza for me. Come on. <laughs> yeah. You'll, that, go week, that you'll go a week and then the next week you'll be like, you'll you know be what? Fine. I'm kind of Jones pizza. Yeah, no, nah, you'll be fine. I, I like I, food. I'll, I'll I, eat it I had pizza three days after watching that movie. I was fine with it. It's not a big deal. With with creamy garlic, so it kind of was oh. about the same. But, um, it, uh, I wasn't, yeah, that, that scene is tough. Yeah, that scene's definitely a tough one. To Honestly, like, it, it, it's not it's not easy to relate to someone who's like that overweight yes but there was a lot in there that you can relate to just in his own personality and like mm -hmm. you can also understand what happened and why he is the way that he is and yeah. everything like it all makes sense and it's just i don't know brendan fraser fucking knocks it out of the park oh, that entire sure. time fingers crossed man. Just, fingers fingers fucking he deserves cross. it he Definitely. really really does deserve a lot of recognition for pulling this off because like it's it's a performance yes absolutely so anyway yeah watch it it's good it's really really good so it's me got the last one the best the best and the best for is, last and it is actually one of the best movies it's definitely a favorite of mine it was a favorite of mine in high school i still feel the same way i did when i saw it the first time uh keeping on the basketball theme it is a film called love and basketball nice uh, this movie meant a lot to me in in high school playing basketball and just it's it's uh, again another you know me in simple stories yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it's about these two uh it's about this this couple basically and how they started as friends from childhood and how they rose uh, rose up the ranks like playing basketball and uh high school college and then professional and it's just like the story of their relationship how they yeah. met, how they stayed together, how fate led them back together kind of thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a feel good story. And um, like I said, it meant a lot to me in, in high school playing basketball. It meant a lot to me in college after I stopped playing basketball. And then when I really stopped playing basketball, it, uh, it hit me a lot harder. Too. Interesting. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 This movie is this, this movie is fucking wonderful. You definitely yeah. need to seek it out and seeing it now as a 30 year old, um, Wow, that's fucking strange to say. <laughs> <laughs> it it hits it, it hits a lot different, and like I saw, it's it's almost like it's very empowering, yeah. right? 
because you, I, I relate, I related a lot more to it. Like when there's, there's a part when uh, Omar Epps's character um, finds out that his dad, that his dad's cheating mm-hmm. and uh, he really needs, he really needs somebody. And he's talking to um, the, uh, her name's escaping me right now. Um, God, what is her name? Her name is, um, can someone say that for me? Cause I'm not going to be able to pronounce it. Sana Lothan. Yes. Yeah. Her character is talking to him, but she has a curfew, right? Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't make her curfew, she's finally gotten the starting, she's finally gotten the starting spot in college mm-hmm. and she, that she battled so hard for, and she's got a curfew, but her boyfriend is losing his mind. And she's stuck because she's like, fuck, what do I do? Right. I want to, I want to play and I want to rise up the ranks, but yeah. I also want to be there for my, uh, my boyfriend. Yeah. And it's like that give and take kind of thing. And obviously mm. he doesn't take it well. Of course. And, uh, that ultimately leads to the end of their relationship in that scene. Um, mm. but yeah. it's a bit, it's not like they're at a small school either. They're no. at USC. USC. Right. It's a big, it's a big, a top big school, right? school. Yeah. 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 And like he's Dang. a top, he's a top player. She's a top player, yeah. right? And it's like that, that, that um, they're being torn between their love and their love for each other, and then yeah. their love for basketball. Yeah, right. Oof. Yeah, it's weird because they don't actually break up. Like they no. never. There was no okay. Then we're done. Yeah, it was more of all right. I see where your, your priorities, priorities are, right. and then the next thing you know, they're at a party. And he's just talking with some other girl and it's oh, just like sipping on his beer. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm talking to her. Yeah. We're, we're friends. That's yeah, what yeah, he, yeah. he basically portrays it. Yeah, we're friends. Yeah. Mm. Also, and, Omar Epps' character is kind of fucking. I, I actually pulled out one of your words, James. He's a fucking douche canoe. Mm, yeah. yeah. He's he's a fucking douche in that movie. And I didn't realize I didn't really realize until rewatching it again. But you got to think of who his character is in that movie. His dad yeah. was an NBA superstar turned agent. Mm. He's the, one of the most sought out after uh, recruits going to the college. And then he's the alpha of the college mm. immediately in his mm. freshman year. Yeah. So, he's, so he he's is portrayed, the douche Yes. He's portrayed as it right <laughs> yeah. from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when he was a kid, when he's pushing a girl playing one-on-one and she cuts her head open because she hits the metal post of the, right. the net. Yeah. Like it starts right from the opening scene of, of he's an ass. Yeah. 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 It's just ingrained into his character. Exactly. Yeah. And he yeah, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't really know, he doesn't really know what to do right. with himself. Right. Because like he has big shoes to fill because his dad's mm-hmm. a superstar. His dad's a superstar. Everyone's mm-hmm. expecting him to be a superstar and he ultimately wants to be better than his dad. Right. right? And it's that fucking like just trying to be better. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. But not knowing because all of his, all of his um, influences is his dad. Yeah. And his dad isn't the greatest person. Right. Right. Gotcha. So I like it. That's and of the course. Choice. Yeah. He, so you're going to continue with the storyline on that one or are you going <laughs> to end it off on just, yeah, he's a douche canoe and they end up back together. Obviously they end up back. It's a yeah, feel. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, feel. Yeah, but it's like, the it's the way they, they come back but together, the, I think too. Yeah. yeah. Like she goes over, she goes overseas, right. uh, plays in Spain, realizes that she doesn't, she, the thing that I like the most and what I relate to the most is right. after a while, they say that the sport isn't fun to them anymore. Mm. And I really reflect with that because like there was a period of time when we were playing basketball yeah. where it wasn't fun anymore because right. it was all about winning. And if you weren't winning, then you were a loser. And if yeah. you were a loser, then you shouldn't really be playing. Right. Yeah. And that's the that's the pressure that these fucking athletes have to endure going through high school and like playing and like 
busting their ass to try and get recruited from college. And then in college, it's a whole other story. I never played college ball, but Patrick, you did. Like, does the pressure ever let up? No. No, and I mean, I, both my experiences when I was coming out of high school, I went to a university that came off a national championship and it just oh, wow. didn't pan out for me. No, okay. Uh, so then, and then I transferred back home and then I go to Mohawk and again, they're coming off a national championship year. And then I'm trying to walk onto a team that just won yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so myself, I mean, I had an up and down career. I was never the best player on the team, but I knew that I could, I was a competitor and I could help. Mm. And it's just a matter of, and this is the problem with all athletes, I think today, uh, now as coaching at the college level, uh, everyone wants to be the star. Right. Nobody is willing to sacrifice their stats for the better of the team in today's world. It's all about. It's all about the individual. It's all about like, oh, I'm going to shoot like Steph Curry. I'm going to drop 30 a game. But what about the grinders? The guys that don't get any of the, 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 any of basically the stardom. The ones that are willing to die for the loose balls, get the rebounds, come in for like 10 minutes a game at times, take that charge, get the team an extra possession. Or pass the ball to the or star. pass the ball. Right, right. And these are the players that don't get any of the attention. But they're equally as important, if not more important, to a team than the star player. Yeah. The star player can't be the star without these individuals. For sure. So It's, it's a team for a reason. Exactly. Like, and It's not a team of just individual superstars. It's, like, it's a legitimate, you need to work together. Right? You're never going to fucking win. Absolutely. I had a four-year college career. I had a pretty yeah. good career, in my opinion. I was a role player. Yeah. I came off the bench for what I played four years. So through, we'll say three and a half years, I was a role player off the bench. I started one semester in my four years yeah. and I didn't expect to. And, and like I, said, I, I had a successful career, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's just a matter of if you're willing to play that role, there, a coach will take you. Yeah. If you're willing to do something different than no other player is willing to do, there's always going to be a spot for you yeah, on the yeah. team. Yeah. And that's just the... The reality of it like you need role players you can't just have a superstar team no. of these five individuals on the court because it's not going to work just look at the lakers right now yeah lebron goes and he pulls all these superstars and they can't win yeah you need because no one's working together everyone's trying to get the spotlight yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. so it's it's just inevitable yeah. like you want to be successful first of all you got to be a team yeah be a team not act like a team and then you have to be able to do things that someone has to step up and be like, I'm going to do something different that nobody else can do. And this is how I'm going to help. Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm trying to put into my team right now. Yeah. And it's it's hard. No, of course. Especially if everyone's got that mindset now. Yeah. Like immediately when you were saying that, the only other sports movie I was thinking about was something like Moneyball, where it was just like right a bunch of just like... yeah. Role players, just people like yeah. they're not huge superstars, yeah. not spending a shitload of money sort of thing. And then they're able to like go the distance because they just work together as a team instead of exactly. individual fucking superstars. Exactly. Like, exactly. You don't need superstars. You need a team that can go the distance. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, but that wraps that up. Yeah. Are we going to go into everyone's favorite uh, segment? The all time favorite. The all time favorite. The shutter. The shutter minute. Evil lurking deep inside, its darkness knows no limit. So listen closely if you dare. This is the Shudder Minute. (laughs) Tony, so I think this is actually going to be a minute. 
Oh, good. Because I okay. don't actually have a lot to say about this movie. Because okay. this movie. Give it to me. This week, the movie is a movie called Leave. And, and go. go. All right. So, letterbox, according to Letterbox, this is the log line. A young woman tries to find her origins after having been abandoned as an infant at a cemetery wrapped in a cloth with sant- satanic symbols. But as she gets closer to answers, a malefic. What's that word? Malefic? Malevolent. 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 Spirit is telling her to leave. That is the best synopsis that I can come up with. Cool. Because the movie was bad. Yeah. It was one of those it was one of those horror movies where um you have to go through an hour of build up. Yeah. And then the horror comes after that. The movie's oh. an hour and 40 minutes, so yeah. it's 40 minutes of horror hour of build up. Oh, got you. And yeah, you just, have to slog through the yeah, first hour before it gets crazy. Exactly. And when it got crazy, it didn't really get crazy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the same as the I would put it on the same level as the Lair, that Neil that yeah. Neil Marshall movie that yeah, I watched yeah, yeah. a couple weeks back. Yeah. Um definitely don't seek this out. Even better. I got a better plan for you. Yeah. Go on Apple. Yeah. Rent Nocebo. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Do Nocebo. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, watch that. It's obviously not. It's not called Nocebo on Apple. It's actually called The Cursed. Yeah. For some reason. Uh, but for anyway, some obvious reason. Pay five ninety nine. Watch that. It's better. Leave this movie behind. Yeah. It cool. comes out. It'll be out on Shutter on St. Patrick's Day. Definitely avoid it like the plague. I did not like it. I'm sorry, Shutter. I do not like <laughs> shitting on your movies, but you're like you know, I no, got to no, call. Hey, no, look, look. You know what? I got to call the day, it. I, at the end of the day, I got to call it, man. We are we are but film critics. Sometimes we're gonna like something. Sometimes we're gonna not. We just always appreciate getting them. Shutter. It's Absolutely. Just like, thank you so thank you so much for yeah. continuing to support. We'll us. watch it. We'll watch it. But sometimes but, uh, we're just not gonna like it. Absolutely. And that's okay. That's okay. So definitely avoid this. Go see Nocebo. All right. That was like the Shutter two minutes, but that's okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. So I'm getting better. You're, you're, I'm you're getting crushing better. it. You're crushing it. It wasn't the Shutter ten and a half. So, Absolutely. So we're crushing it. That's that's great. Good for you. Fantastic. Um, do you want to talk about our main thing? Is it time for the main event? I think so. And what's fun about this, too, is, well, we don't have Dave. Yep. But the first episode that we ever did about a year ago was for Scream 5 or 5 Cream. 5 Cream. As it became colloquially <laughs> known. Uh, so this is uh, Scree I, VI. Uh, was it VII, basically, I guess? VI. Yeah. yeah. Scream VI. Yeah, except there's the other downward part of the M. Yeah. So. It's fucking Scream weird. Six. I don't know. We watch Scream they, Six. We're watching Scream Six. Yeah, sweet guys. <laughs> I think I think we have to approach this the same way that we did our first episode, where Absolutely. we're going to talk up to a certain point, and then we have to. Uh, we can't not talk. We got to do. We got to do the purge spoiler, spoiler gonna, bell. We're going to ring the spoiler bell. Hopefully, we it. can do it as good as Dave did. We'll we'll <laughs> get to a certain point, but let's kind of just talk about Scream. So, Patrick, before the show, before we started recording, you were kind of mentioning that. Um, you had seen what one, two, and three? One, two, and three, yeah. Okay. So and I missed skipped four, four and five. five. And at that time, you know, I was much younger. Sure. Uh, horror movies. Scream was very much considered a horror movie growing up. Yes. So they actually, you know, they were a little frightening. But yeah. I, I did not yeah. feel that way about Scream Six. There was a lot of satire, and I didn't realize it until after, but like, but when did it turn into that? <sighs> I think it was around Scream. Well, I mean, okay, so the first one I the, the first, first one's a scream. lot funnier now than it was back then, for sure. Yeah. But it, the way that it did its satire was a little bit less on the nose because yeah. it hadn't already built its own universe yet. Like once you got into Scream Two, then the stab movies as a franchise started existing, and that became yeah. its own layer of 
uh, meta satire that they were able to talk about within the movie. But in the first one, it didn't exist yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it worked in a more subtle way and it became a little bit scarier because it was less overtly meta. Mm -hmm. It was just like film nerds that decided to murder people, which... Sure, I can get behind that. I like it still was playing on the tropes, but it's less like punching you in the face with it. It's yeah. just kind of like, hey, here's a trope. Eh. Oh, don't go in there while he's watching TV and then he gets fucking destroyed in front of a TV. Like it's it's fine. Um two, I think it starts getting a little bit off the rails and then yeah. by by four it's like you're full blown. Full be, it's yeah. just a meta horror at this point like it can't be anything else yeah well it becomes uh by by four it, it almost becomes a commentary on itself yeah right and then five and six it's even more of a fucking commentary because you're 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 doing satire on the horror genre but you're yeah. also doing a satire on the franchise as a fucking whole the franchise right? you're doing a satire on franchises in general you're yeah. doing a satire on uh remakes and requels if you want to call them that I like fucking hate that goddamn word so do I, but like, that's what it's, it's, it gets more and more in the weeds, the deeper into it you go. But I think like by two and three, it was kind of there, but it wasn't yeah. fully trained full speed ahead. Exactly. It was like right after three when, cause there was a big gap in between three and four from yeah. what I remember. Well, because three did really bad. Right. Yeah. And like, I still think three is the worst one. Yeah. Right. It but is. it came out around the, the, <laughs> yeah. the writer strike and stuff. So it's understandably yeah. why it did bad. Yeah. Um, but then four, I think they just like they took whatever lessons they wanted to learn from the fact that three didn't do very well and yeah. then just went hard. Well, hard. they try to do they try to do something different, right? Yeah, because then you get into the um, the found footage yeah. aspect, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Right. And they do a commentary on found footage movies because back when Scream 4 came out, found footage was a huge, yeah. huge um uh, subgenre of the horror, of yes. the horror genre. Yeah, right? it was around the Paranormal Activity days, exactly. And Blair Witch and all yeah, of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they always are trying to be relevant to whatever is going on in movies, horror or otherwise, yeah. around the yeah. same time mostly, that they're coming. Mostly out. horror, but films yeah, yeah, yeah. in general. But yeah, but like you look at five, like they were talking about requels, right? And requels yeah. were all the rage, horror or otherwise. Exactly. They were just coming out. Like yeah, that's legacy sequels. Legacy like that sequels. Yeah. Um, and then in this one, they were talking more about franchises, which have been around for a while. But mm-hmm. yes, I get it. Like, again, you're in a franchise. You're talking about franchise movies. You're talking about world building. You're talking about universes. Like, that's a huge thing. And it's been a huge thing for a while. It's just Scream decided to address that now. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Yeah, they could have done it in the last one, but they decided to do it in this one. Um, it's fine. They're planting the seeds. In the, I told you, man. If you listen to that episode, it's, it's, it's there. Over. It's we there. They're planting they're, the seeds. They're planting the seeds. We. I do like the setting of New York City. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I, thought I like. I was, like getting out of. I like them getting out of Woodsboro. Like setting a new stage. Yeah. Um, for all that. Yeah. Yeah. I also liked the fact that it became kind of like a police procedural, kind of in the middle. Which yeah. like a lot of like working on the boards and like they had all the suspects <laughs> and I was like, ooh, this is fun. Kind of because they mentioned that like you got to have like a true crime mini series now is kind of like yeah, the, I did the like thing that, that sells. Yeah. And like, yeah. So when they had like a little bit of like police, like procedural kind of investigative. Yeah. Working, like a lot, I was like, like, oh, like okay, almost like law and order kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 Especially with like the crime scenes and like, you know, a lot of a lot of dead bodies. Yes, um, a whole lot of dead bodies. But like, it starts off really well. I was very, uh, I was very happy to see our girl from uh, Ready or Not 
Yeah, um, Samara Weaving. Yeah, <laughs> right at the beginning, get the first kill. It was yeah. like, yes, right, she's right. back. And I looked at I seen her. I looked at Patrick, and I'm like, why is she going down that alley? Why what is she going down that, that alley? What, what good is going to come from that? None of it. I I appreciated that too. I liked. Uh, I like that they called her out on that right away. Yeah, exactly. teach a, a class on slashers, and you just went down yeah. an alleyway. Let's go the down fuck? the dark alley yeah. where You're everyone gets killed. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that was fucking vicious. Yeah. Spoiler alert on the opening scene, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's vicious. Yeah. Like, you know that there's going to be kills in this. I don't think that's much of a spoiler to say that people die in this movie. Like, of course, of course. People die in this movie. Um, yeah, I'd like New York as a setting. I liked that first kill. I thought that lead up was very, very good. Yeah. Um, I also liked the second kill of that movie. Well, I guess that happened off screen, but you find out about it at the end. Yep. When he's uh, just wandering around his apartment, then he opens the yeah, fridge. Yeah. I like that it didn't waste any time. No, there's no like in the in Scream Five and some of the screams. It, it, it takes like you still get your kills every so often, but there's a little bit of build up before yep. it just goes batshit insane. Yeah. This literally like 10 minutes and they're on the fucking run yeah. like Ghostface is coming for them and they need to fucking do something yeah yeah it was just a little setup just to get like some of like where each character is at yeah dynamically exactly. like the party scene was needed yeah so that you could understand uh sam and tara's like yeah. relationship douche canoe getting fucking balls douche tased. Canoe getting balls tased <laughs> um yeah and like just understanding all the characters and understanding who they are yeah. um a little bit more was i think helpful but then it's just all kills all the way to the end absolutely it was a lot of fun it was it was Patrick, did you have fun what did you think i enjoyed it it was a good movie yeah yeah it was this was one of the first times not, you got out to the theater yeah i haven't been to the theater in since before covid so this was a a good way to get back out there was it packed not overly it was no. about you guys like went half, the Thursday, half, yeah, yeah it was about i would say like half to 60 percent maybe mm. But it was a decent. It was a decent crowd that we saw, yeah. It. Um, and and yeah, like it, it felt different, mm-hmm. right? And the stakes were significantly higher. Like yep. that one, that scene in the fucking bodega was intense. Okay. The bodega scene. That's yeah. a, that's an all timer scene. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely an all timer like scream scene. Like you know what? Reflecting on it, the times that they leaned horror. And like tried to make it like a really intense, like, like make you feel uncomfortable with the scene. The bodega scene is one that worked really, really well. Yeah. The subway train worked really, really well. The subway train was fucked. Um, And the warmer, colder game, as I kind of mentioned in the beginning with, uh, with the fridge. Yeah. Worked really, really well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, But I think that was about it. Everything else was kind of like, oh, this is Scream. Like, yeah. it just, it was so it far into the action-y side exactly. of it that it was just like, even the scene in their apartment, I don't know when to bring the spoiler bells. No, we won't go the there scene, yet. Yeah, well, no, the scene in their apartment. The scene in the apartment is is what sets everything in motion. Yes. Right? Because then you lead you lead to the scene that you see in the trailer with the uh, with the ladder and getting everybody Correct. across between the apartments and stuff. And Correct. That, that part was fucking insane. And uh, seeing that that uh, that poor soul deck her head off the um, the dumpster. Yes. Pat, yeah. You gasped during I was that like, scene. Oh. <laughs> There's no way they're going to be in Scream 7. No, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, not. Yeah. Um, I also got to uh, 
Uh, I also got to give a shout out to uh, Josh Sagara, who played Danny. I love that guy. Who's Danny? Uh, cute boy from across the hall. Oh my god, yo, he's in yeah. uh, he's in that show we love. Yeah, the other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he in the other the two. Character. Yeah, pretty much. I love him. Uh, I don't know why he's just got a fucking adorable little face. He's a cute boy. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was also in. Uh, he was also in Trainwreck, which I kind of remember him from as well. Was he in Trainwreck? Uh, I do not recognize him in that one. He was. He was one of the. He was one of the boyfriends, wasn't he? Probably, uh, yeah. Da, 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 yeah. Same definitely. character again. Probably the there same character. Staten Island Ollie. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's definitely one of the dates. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, I just like him. I, I appreciated his his character, and, and like, I liked and I liked how they kept they kept uh, faking us out with his character. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You were hundred percent sure. In scream movies, we're we're trained to say that the love interest is always the killer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I like that they played they played with that and they twisted it around, kind of thing to keep yeah. guessing. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I also loved what did I, I loved the part at the police station when Gail comes up to them and Sam swings at her and she fucking moves Dots, up, yeah. out, dodges out of the way. But then Genesis Mrs. Tara's yeah, Mrs. Tara's roundhouse punch. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And uh, I kind of like what they did they did with Gail and how Gail was kind of in the shadows kind of thing. Yeah, she's kinda, yeah, yeah. She's less less fading, present. Less yeah. present. She's kind of fading out. We're more focused on like the new core four, so to the speak. Core four. Core four. I fucking yeah. love that too. Um, it reminded me of uh, fucking Girl Next Door because they're like, we're a fucking tripod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Let me uh, let me just ring the spoiler bell because there's a few things I also want to talk about that I don't feel like I can talk about without giving people a chance to skip over this. Um, thank you, Tony. Okay, so if you haven't seen Scream Six, this is this is where you jump. Stop now. Yeah, stop now. Come at put a pin in it and come back later. Yeah, I'll put it. I'll put it in the show notes for you. Just look at the description. It'll say when you can come back when the spoilers are done. but uh, uh, yeah, you've been warned. You've been warned at this point. If you actually don't want to know anything, stop listening. Yeah. Um, and if you keep listening, this is this your is on you. this. This is on you. We've it's done everything we can. Absolutely. Um, so talking about Gail, um, I like. Okay, so a they call out the entire fact with franchises that nobody is safe. Yes. Yep. Gail included, Sydney, everybody, everybody is everybody's on the table. Suspendable. Um, I didn't like the. I, I thought it was kind of silly that they were just like they. They just put Sydney in a line. Sydney wishes you all the best, but she's gonna look after her family. Okay. I, what? <laughs> but I like how they. I like how they did that though, because she said she deserves her happy ending. No, no, no. I right? agree. Yeah. It was just like she just became a throwaway line of just like, oh, yeah. we have to address the fact that she's not in this movie. Absolutely. So, well, they're yeah. gonna. They were gonna have to do it no matter what. Yeah. Like you're gonna. You you're you're having your first screen movie where the title fucking character is not in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that like I was I was okay with it. It was just I, did, I just thought it was a silly line and yeah. they just did it silly. But yeah. that's okay. I thought um, I thought she would have played a little bit more of a presence kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but the way the way they handled it, the movie isn't isn't bad for not having Cindy. It's or Sydney. Yeah. It's just a very very different experience. For sure. Right. It is. And I th- it, I think it was still fine. Um the murder ish scene at Gail's apartment, I liked. I mm-hmm. thought that was fun. I was intense. hoping she was going to die in there. Not going to lie. So 
That's okay. So that's where I was like, so you set up this entire thing where it was like, everybody's on the table, every yeah. like, legacy characters, they could be killed. Everybody's uh, nobody's safe sort of thing. But then Gail fucking lives. Yeah. And I was just like, how many more fucking times does this bitch need to be stabbed? Seriously. Before, like she goes, right? Yeah. And like fucking. Um, and that one was brutal. Like that was a brutal stab that she took. Yeah. In yeah. She it, was, was, it wasn't just one. It was like multiple. Drain, like, yeah. She got stabbed with glass, with knives, like, no. That, what? No. Yeah. And it wasn't just like a little fucking thing. It was a big fucking shard right in her stomach. Probably in the same area where she was shot in and friggin' scream. I and think scream she lifted five. the knife up a little yeah, too. too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah like a little, a little the, twisted there. Exactly. And, like, and even, even speaking of that, so I was talking even about the core four, like Mindy, like... She got stabbed. Yeah. Brutally. And like twisted. Train. Yeah. And it wasn't like, like he definitely hit some arteries and yeah. like some, but then, and then she, she just popped. runs up to the, the fucking crime scene. Like, Oh, I'm fine. I'm just on a lot of drugs. It's yeah. like, no, what? no, you're not. It wasn't, you're it, not okay. it wasn't like a small shank you got shanked. You got stabbed with. It was a hunting knife. You like, I want whatever she was on. Yeah. Right. Seriously. Like, she ripped all of her stitches yeah. like 150 yep. times on that run over there because she sure. just came running yeah. up like and then going back going back to her twin right no yeah like they literally had him like pulled apart and they fucking used just him, yeah they just, used him just, like just, a fucking kitchen knife block exactly and, like, and he's, he's still, fine he's, he's fine. alive no problem no and i mean you could call it subverting the genre or subverting the tropes if you want but like no you you don't now you're now you're not being realistic anymore correct right now you're just like whatever like that guy was none of it stabbed like eight or nine times like obviously 50 cent was was shot multiple times and he, yeah. he was he's alive but you're you, talking about stab wounds you become the thing that like you like the whole thing that they set up with this entire franchise thing, I think, was kind of directed a little bit at like Marvel as well. It's like everybody's on the table. Anybody can die. But yeah. then you literally just became Marvel and just didn't kill off anybody. Exactly. You just left yep. them all. Yeah. Like everybody's allowed to live and have a happy ending. See, and, and I was half expected for the I can't remember his. The only people name. that fucking died were the throwaway characters. The no throw one gave a shit about. Exactly. Exactly. And that's and that's one of its problems, right? Um, but did they die? They never actually showed them being dead. Well, okay, no, fuck it's Chad. So Chad. 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 I was yes. half expecting Chad to um to bite the dust. Yes. Um Okay. And as I was saying, like Chad, like I was half expecting him to go. And I would and I would be, yeah. be okay with him going. Yep. Right? Because he goes out, he got he, he and that whole other fucking like uh that little romantic bit with him and Jenna Ortega. Yeah. I feel like that was really forced. Like it didn't seem natural. It only seemed like uh, it seemed like the only place that they were gonna go. Yeah, like they didn't need. Yeah. they didn't need. They didn't need that. Nope. Right. I like that the core four is just they're just friends. Yeah. Right. They're just friends who went through a bad, went through a hell of an experience. They experienced this like fucking traumatic thing, and yeah. they're bonded yeah. because of this experience. Right. Yeah. Once you get into be like, ooh, I like you, and all this stuff, like it gets stupid. Yeah. Right. And then. With him dying, it goes back to their rule, right? Of don't have sex, and like they, they were making, they were making out, and then all of a sudden, Ghostface came, and then he gets fucking stabbed like a pinata. Yeah, right. Yeah, just let him go out. Yeah. Now, because I haven't seen the fifth one, I got to ask: Was there any sort of hinting that that was going to happen? No, like no. so they had no. no. no he, he had a he had another girlfriend in 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 Scream yeah. Five who was murdered. 
Yeah. And was uh, she already kind of flirting with him or like no. hint? So there was no, no hint at all no, that that could no have happened. No hint at all. So that's okay. why it was so developed in six. Exactly. Okay. So that's why it was so very jarring in that one in that one scene when he brings her home and he's like kind of like being that knight in shining armor yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of guy. And I was like, ooh, like I don't like this. This yeah. seems really forced. Yeah. Right. Well, especially because it wasn't the way that it was like at, even at the party. Like he was literally looking at other girls and trying yeah. to set that other kid up. He was up trying to set up his 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 yeah, roommate, right? Yeah. Which is another fucking douche canoe that like we get we're gonna get into. <laughs> Which right? again, all the throwaway characters no one gave a shit about died. And they and they're so wooden and they're so one dimensional. Yes. Like all, all of them. They just they they put more focus on the core four. Yeah. And, and everyone and everyone else was just there so that they can get they can yeah. be brutally killed. Yep. And I think it so Mindy's girlfriend aside, because yeah. she literally was just there to be body fodder. Absolutely. Um and took that header off the dumpster very Jeez. well. Um like Quinn, you're right. Oh, they they were all one dimensional. Even the three killers were on one dimensional. So are we gonna get to talk about the yeah, three killers? Because are. the three killers, I think, are the ultimate. This movie, this movie was great. I I would definitely say it's one of the better sequels. Yep. But the reveal of the killers is the absolute is one of the absolute worst reveals. Yep. Because it just didn't make any fucking sense. No, and this fucking, like, there's no, there, why are they always so obsessed with the killer that came before? Exactly. Like, that's all it's been. Even yeah. in Scream 5, it was him idolizing the, the, the killers from before. Mm -hmm. And this one, it literally is a direct, like... Finishing, finishing it's like the Scream guy's story. Two. Yeah, it's exactly, it's exactly like Scream 2. Yeah. Right? Because Scream 2, with, with Scream 2, yeah, I liked, I liked that it was Mrs. Loomis, right? Yeah. But... What the fuck is Ollie Fantastic have to do with anything? <laughs> like that was just so out of out of yeah. nowhere, right? Yeah. And I feel like and I feel that same thing. And that's why I liked that I watched Scream 2 before before this too, because it kind of like plays in this yeah. Scream yeah. 2 plays into Scream 6. And um it just felt like it was random. It was like completely yeah. random. Like the family of the fucking killer from the fifth one is the killers yeah. in the sixth one. Like give yeah. me a fucking break. Yeah. It was so, so very on the nose. I mean, it did keep me guessing, but like, I kind of had a feeling that those three were a problem. Yeah. Um, well, they were saying like fucking Mindy and Ch Mindy and Chad was calling from the start. He's like, I don't fucking trust you. Yeah. I know something's up with you. And yeah. yeah, and it was. And it was. It's the same thing in the fifth one when Dewey was just like, it's probably this fucking guy. Yeah. And it was. <laughs> and it was. And like even Mindy being like, oh, I got it wrong again. No, you didn't. No, you no, had it. You didn't. You had it. <laughs> You figured you just didn't it out have all of how it. easy it is to juke a roommate lottery. Yeah, exactly. And then he literally was like, yeah, it was so easy to juke a roommate lottery. Like that was his big reveal. I was like, yeah. guy, we, we know we get it. Yeah. And like, uh, Quinn answering that anonymous ad in fucking Craigslist. Like, obviously yeah. like that's, that's obviously simple, right? Yeah. And it like, was just, and like her character was just, oh, she just has sex in her room. Yeah. And his character was, oh, he's an awkward little Little freshman, I sh I felt a little I felt a little cheated with Quinn because I should have known better because like her kill happened off screen and like you never easily saw it. Yep. it never you never saw it you're, it was so easily could have easily been manipulated and everything so like when that reveal was I was like fuck I should have known yeah right whereas douche canoe um so uh what's his fucking name the the roommate the Chad's Ethan. roommate right. You knew you knew he had if he wasn't the killer, there was something wrong with him. Yeah. Right. Um, who do you think was so in the apartment? Like, let's let's break this down slightly. First apartment scene with a dismembered guy in the fridge 
Who do you think? Who do you think was Ghostface in that one? Uh, I think that was the dad. It could have been the dad. I think it was Ethan. But it yeah. could have been Ethan yeah. as well. I thought it was the dad only because like the dad specifically mentioned that kill at like he's like, oh yeah, we we had to deal with those guys mm-hmm. because they were trying to. But to if kill he's the mastermind too, but... of it all at the end. Uh, possibly, yeah. Like, you knew that one's one... hard. That one's hard to piece yeah. in. Yeah. Um, and it was right at the beginning, so they had no other forefront leading up to that one. It just it was instant. Okay. So it's hard to tell, but I'm I'm assuming now again not seeing five or four. Uh, that it was an orchestrated that he sent one of his kids. Probably. That's possible. Yeah. The apartment, the carpenter's apartment, because uh, before Quinn gets murdered, in quotes, uh, Ghostface is standing directly over top of her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a feeling that was Ethan. Yeah. Um, just because that they also called that out right after. It's like Ethan had econ or whatever. But did mm-hmm. he? Yeah. Did he? Um And then the dad swapped out the bodies and did whatever the fuck he had to do. And whatever bullshit excuse he gave to why Quinn wasn't actually dead. Exactly. Um, So I'm assuming that I'm actually assuming that Ethan wasn't the one that murdered her male companion. I think Quinn probably mailed uh, murdered that guy in the bathtub. Yeah. Um, And Ethan was just playing ghost face at that point. Um, And that also explains where all the blood came from on her, because like Quinn, like the body of Quinn was like thrown at them. Yeah, (laughs) like she was like soaked in blood. So I guess it was just the it was definitely toy's boy toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was like basically like carved up in the bathtub. Yeah, poor guy. And then probably didn't see it coming. Yeah, the bodega scene. I don't know. Bodega scene. It could have been fucking. You know what? It could have been actually the cop. Yeah, because only because he uses a shotgun. And the mask that he was wearing was the original. Exactly. It was the the old beat up one, yeah. the, the Billy Loomis which, one. Which I want to get. This is a nice segue into what yeah. I want. The Let's fact go. that they were they were dropping masks from the old yeah. and just bringing bringing back all the 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 killers of the yeah. old, yeah, yeah, right? And yeah. kind of like being like, okay, that's Billy Loomis, that's Stu, that's, that's Mrs. Yeah. Loomis, that's Roman. Yeah. Oh, and the little fucking the little joke when they were going through the killers it's like Roman's the sole ghost, yeah, ghost he, face he was good the only one that was good for him yeah. for his ambition just, just ambitious yeah exactly um, but I like that and like the shrine the shrine at the, the at the end the yeah. theater where you have all like the greatest hits of all like the screen stuff yeah. and how that played into effect too, yeah right? and Sam picking up Billy's knife and Again, that was caked in blood, which also I was like, I don't know that this knife is going to work the way that you think it's going to work. Yeah, it looks definitely. like jam on there, man. Yeah. Like that is a lot of blood. We they probably see. sharpened it a little bit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, maybe. That was yeah. Of, and the tying into that scene, when she touched the glass, you're like, she's right away. You got to know something's happening with not just the knife, but like the whole costume. So that that they that did come from Scream Five. Okay, Five Cream had a lot of her seeing Billy. In like the mirror, like he's a voice inside of her head. That was they established that one in, yeah. in in Five Cream that like she definitely has a part of her that is very dark. Billy Loomis. Yeah. yeah. And if you remember the first episode. Yeah. I did say in the episode, I hope to God they're yeah. planting seeds so that this can come full circle in the sequel. Yeah. And yeah. boy, did oh, it man. fucking come. Man, her fucking her kill of uh oh, even just like because she also stabbed ethan yeah uh just like the amount of just like yep. <laughs> like just like like it's and a the fucking say ah <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stabbing that guy in the fucking throat. Yeah. Amazing. And like right through his belt. And like when she like dons uh, Loomis's costume, his yeah, mask. That final kill. Like, oh, oh, man. I had a literally shit eating grin and I had my hand yeah. over my mouth because I didn't want anyone to see me grinning. Yeah. But. Yeah, and also in the theater, I'm pretty sure me and Patrick were the only ones laughing at anything. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> it was actually funny. It was not, like I said, it was not scary yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The there, only, was, there were scenes that were like tense and yeah. like you felt like really, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, but scary, no. Like I never like jumped out of my seat yeah. or anything. It's never really been that for me anyway, but Scream has never really been that kind of way. No, no. And like the only thing, the only thing I would say that was wrong with the final kill yeah. is I wish she fucking cleaned the knife. Oh yeah, she right? did the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like when they killed the they oh, killed yeah, the twins, they both they, it was that like was they did like a fucking unison, unison, yeah. unison TikTok yeah. dance. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was incredible. Like, that was fucking awesome, yeah. right? Because that's so much. That's so much of everything, yeah. right? Because every fucking kill, he always fucking wipes Clean the, the knife. knife. Yeah, yeah. Right? Which again. Well, why are you using Billy Loomis's blood-soaked <laughs> fucking, like, jam-covered blade? Like, yeah. what, is, what is that stabbing through? It's, like, caked in blood. Exactly. It's not going to do fuck That's all. not sanitary. Right. And then fucking Quinn. Was it Quinn who got the TV? Or was it... Yeah, it was Quinn who yeah, got yeah, the yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right at the end with I the like final, that, like, that he's coming back. right now! Yeah. <laughs> they kicked the TV. Yeah. Um, but there's one thing we haven't spoken about yet. Go on. Kirby. Oh, the Kirby of it all. The Kirby of it all. Yeah. Um, how did you like? How did you like? What, uh, Pat? You have, you haven't seen the fourth one, so you wouldn't know who Kirby is. Kirby was a important. Uh, what would I say? An important part of the fourth one. Yeah. yeah I know yeah. who she is, actress wise. Yes. I mean, I, she's been in some good movies and TV shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Drop dead gorgeous. By yeah. All it was, means. It was definitely like when she came on, though. It was very much like there. Oh, it's Kirby. And they like had a moment in the movie where like, I guess they were expecting everyone to just like, yeah, but she's not that big enough of a fucking character to get that response. Right. I initially was like, who? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I had to think about the little side character who got stabbed. Yeah, of course they got stabbed. Um, But even but even still in that fucking scene, she gets stabbed with the same fucking knife. And then Sam goes, I'm going to need this. I need this. Takes it out. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and like the fake out with her being the killer and and everything. I didn't like, like I didn't like that, and I didn't really like her being an FBI agent either. No. Like I feel like it was like very like a disgraced cutter. FBI agent. Yeah. is she? I don't even know. Is she? Is she? Is was she, he she lying? Like, I don't know. Who fucking knows? That's that's the problem with the end. I feel like the it for two thirds of the movie it was great. They were fucking. It was new. It was fresh. It was yeah. a new way of introducing Scream, and then. They got bogged down by the tropes of their own fucking franchise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Patrick, would you say the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I still enjoyed it. I, I still, still enjoy. It. I still enjoy. It. I still think that it's a top tier sequel. Uh, I told Dave the the ranking would be the first one, the second one, and then this one. Six. Yeah. Because I don't really like. I know a lot of people like the fourth one, but I didn't really like the fourth one as much as people liked it. So yeah, and that's the thing I was thinking about too. I was trying to like weirdly rank these in my head because I didn't rewatch them before this one, but yeah, I, I, we watched them all before five yeah. last year, so I yeah. feel like I didn't need to like go down that rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, like I just I just did two and five before yeah. before this one, and I forgot to tell Patrick to to watch the to, to watch. The but that's one. okay though. I, I think that it but just then, it left me open minded to what was going on because yeah. I had such a huge gap in the time 
of the movie correct, and correct. just in time yeah. to be like these aren't even scary yeah, yeah so yeah. i was very open-minded to what was going on during and i filled them in on some bits like when yeah. like once when i could see that he was a little confused then i just whispered in ear oh this is this this is this he's like okay that makes sense but it didn't did it deter you from from the movie that you, no, you felt was, like you were completely lost no they did that movie very well yeah it was very yeah. well written and the way that they directed it and had all the characters in it, it i didn't feel like i missed a whole lot besides what happened some of the pieces of what happened that led to this yeah 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 and there was it was just a couple connecting tissues yeah. that aren't super important and i think they did a decent job like kind of not over explaining what happened in five but just kind of like mentioning that like stuff happened in five um i think i'm i'm with tony i think it's like one two six five four three i think in my ranking i would say that yeah mine would yeah. be one two six three and the other two i haven't seen yet yeah. so it's hard for me to say yeah but one, three, two, three 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 is definitely bottom barrel but three can live at the bottom yeah um and it's a toss-up between four and five but you're right though like i don't remember anything about four yeah anything. and like it's forgettable people, it's 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 forgettable and like the only thing the only thing that Did, comes to mind is the the last kill in in five in four yeah did right? four have that outdoor chase in the woods no i, I, like I don't remember no that wasn't remember. that late i don't remember i remember that scene no no, no but or there was, was it, it was multiple no there was like a there was like a cabin that they ended up going i don't remember now yeah. it's been a long time i gotta i gotta rewatch it yeah i just remember the hospital scene where um emma emma roberts is um emma roberts is doing something and they look at she looks at sydney and looks at gail and sydney goes clear and they fucking yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a memorable kill. I also sure. like they also in this one just before we wrap it up. Uh, yeah. They also mentioned well, they keep like dropping weird hints about Stu. Yeah, and I really, like, I really Stumacher, want Yeah, and like then then Stu Mocker. That's how he died. And it's like if you believe that he's dead, and I was like pretty confident he's dead, but. <laughs> No, but there's a lot of people, there's a lot of internet chatter that people want, like, because they keep bringing, alluding to Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. Right? yeah they yeah, want, yeah. they want to bring back Lillard. Yeah. yeah in yeah, some, yeah. in some capacity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That would be nice. That would be nice. And like, you know what? And, and Stu, on, Stu had an illegitimate other daughter and right? now it's, it's, it's Lubis versus, versus, what the fuck's his last, Mocker? Yeah. yeah. Versus Mocker. See, I really want Jamie Kennedy. Like they find, oh, say, yeah, say they yeah. find like a fucking old VHS tape yeah, or something, nice. and they're like struggling to find like a VCR, and they pop the VCR in, it's and Jamie. it's fucking Jamie yeah. giving like advice to them. Yeah, yeah I yeah. feel like that would be fucking cool. That would be cool, right? There's yeah, there's a few things that they could do. It was just weird that they like hinted specifically about this weird rumor that maybe he's not dead, and I'm like, yeah, but isn't he though? Because I feel like when he's a TV dead. Falls down on your head, yeah. and plus he was stabbed multiple times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure he's dead, yeah. but maybe he's not. I don't maybe. know. Maybe he's been in a coma for 30 years and he's well, going to come out of the coma and just go on a murdering rampage. You get stuck like a fucking uh, a knife chopping block and you and live. You live. So, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, there's no stakes anymore. Exactly. Exactly. I guess. With all that all being said, um, I hope that Radio Silence takes this as a win and to just chill out now on screen. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think we need another screen movie next year. Nope. Take like a breather. Think, take a breather. 
obviously sit back like assess what happened exactly exactly do your one movie just so you can close out the fucking trilogy if you really need to because you know everything needs to be a fucking trilogy these days <sighs> yeah um but we definitely don't need another screen movie next uh, next next year no no i don't like the core four are fine they're i don't, good. I don't they're we're good, good. they're we're fine good. everyone's we're alive good. yeah all they like they got you, some nicks and nicks and scratches and shit yeah, you close the loop on the the whatever the fuck his name was, Kith family. Yeah, um, Richie's family. Richie Richie's family. Unless you're going to bring in like a second cousin twice removed at this yeah. point to like be another fan, like what or like their mom. <laughs> also, <laughs> the, that being said about the mom, yeah. I like that they wrote off the mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that that was one of our questions in the uh, in the first episode. Yeah, where the fuck is the carpenter's mom? Yeah, right. Dead and, to and, them. In this one, you're just yeah. like you're kind of like where the fuck's the mom? And then there's like oh, mom cut me off after this. After yeah. I told Billy, I told told Tara about Billy, and then Tara wrote her off after she cut me out. Yeah, perfect. We don't have All to right, answer. Cool. cool. We don't, don't have to, to ever ask, ask any, any yeah. question more questions about yeah. the mother. Exactly. Right. The missing mom. Yeah. So would I say this is all like a resounding recommend on our parts? Yeah, Patrick, yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you think? I'd watch it. Yeah? You'd recommend it? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Like I said, it was well done. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I'm always for an open ending that then they just don't do anything with it. Yeah. So I'm hoping that is what they do. Yeah. Just leave it open ended the way they did. Yeah, just everyone just walked off into it. the sunset. Yeah, exactly. Let's exactly. just let that be. Yeah. It's what fine. About, what about you, James? Big recommend? Yeah, I'd recommend it. Yeah. I'd go for it. I mean, especially if you've been watching The Screams anyway. It's a good, it's a worthy sequel. Definitely. It's not amazing or perfect in any way, no. but it is a lot of fun, and I'll probably watch it again at some point. Definitely. Definitely. So. I'm, I'm going to watch this with Melissa. Melissa. Melissa's a little mad that I saw this without yeah, her. Well, but. too bad. She's in the sun, so yeah. she can yeah. suck an egg. <laughs> Melissa, I love you. Um, but yeah, it's a big recommend on my part. Um, I'm fairly certain I just got the notification that Dave has uh, pre-ordered the Steelbook. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so we have that coming. Excellent. That's what I'm here for. I love that. So that wraps up Scream. Yep. Um, you want to get into our little final segment? You want to? You want to be a little weirdo? Yeah. Can I be you a little be weirdo? Dave for a yeah, bit? Yeah, I'm going to be Dave for a bit. All right. Let's get into Dave. Scratch out Dave's name. Tony's new blue. What did that boy buy? It's Dave's Blues. Tony, is it show and tell? It's show and tell. I love it. So I got another uh, another Blu-ray from our good friends at Vinegar Syndrome. Again with Vinegar Syndrome, man. <laughs> it is uh, PVT Chat Yes, with the... Very gorgeous, Julia Fox. Indeed, um, paid extra to get that nice, crisp, uh Of course, case. You did. Of like, course just, you just, did. just, just, just feel that. Feel that. Oh yeah, that, that's, that is that's the, card stock. That's right card there. stock right that. there. Like you don't cannot have kids. That. This will be gone in uh, yeah. a day or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is a Blu-ray. It's not a. Uh, it's not a 4K. Don't do that, Patrick. What are you doing? <laughs> um, I've never seen PVT chat. But I haven't either. I am very excited for it. Nice. Um, has your standard fe- fe- features and stuff. Uh, your commentary, uh, short film, deleted oh, scenes, cool. that kind of thing. Nice. I'm very excited for this. I'm so excited that this case, this, this, the case the is art, gorgeous. The artwork is worth the price of yep. admission. 
You, the, I like the slipcover art better than the actual cover art. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? If you don't really like this cover art, you just fucking open it up and they got the cover art right there. You, oh, just you can flip, just flip the, it around. Flip you it definitely around. should. You definitely, definitely should. Definitely should. And uh, oh, no. that's also fun. Uh, fun shout out to uh, the film festival that is on the back in two little branches. If you can see it. Yeah, it's. It, it is our one of our favorite festivals. Yeah. It is Fantasia. Yeah. This film did play at Fantasia and me and Dave are still kicking ourselves because we missed it. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, big shout outs to Fantasia then. Yeah. Big shout outs to Fantasia. Big shout outs to Vinegar Syndrome for always putting together a good edition. Oh, yeah. And uh, taking all my money. Yes. I can't wait to one day watch this movie. <laughs> yes. Yes. We should watch it together. It. I've never let's seen it either. It. So let's fucking do it. Let's Patrick, do it. you can come too. Yeah, yeah, you're in. Yeah. You're, you're, in. you're in. Come you're on. In. It's about, it's, a day it's, without the wife and three kids at yeah, the time. Yeah. I love you all. Absolutely. Cool. Well, that was short and sweet, actually. That was short and sweet. Usually Dave rambles on for hours yeah, about his like, nonsense. You can, you can look up the movie. The movie's about a cam girl. Uh, someone gets obsessed with her, and it turns into... Uh, to be honest with you, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I'm we're, not gonna gonna speculate. we're not going to speculate. <laughs> we're going to go in completely blind. I don't really want to know what's about. All Could I know turn is into about a happy rom-com. We don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Julia it's, Fox. It's, it's Schrodinger's movie yeah, genre at the moment. Absolutely. It's absolutely. every genre. Who knows? It may show up in a best worst math. It could. Stay tuned. It could. It could. Oh, man. I like that. I like yeah. the idea of that. Um, well, good. I'm glad you got it. It Thank is beautiful. So yeah. Um, I feel like somehow we should like, I should like add a photo of the blu-ray cover or something to like our instagram or something because like we talk about them all the time and yeah. no one can see them no i can see them like, so we should, no... <laughs> we should add a photo for yeah. sure yeah. for sure we'll get um, there we'll get there so wrapping up wrapping um, up as i think we kind of mentioned at the top march madness is coming up yes march madness is I guess starting march 14th correct something like that, yeah it's coming real soon on pi day uh selection sunday coming up real quick real quick so like today today or tomorrow well it's not sunday is it oh it's tomorrow (laughs) tomorrow we're recording on saturday (laughs) saturday i just i I apparently can't tell the days of the week patrick give us your quick analysis who should people be betting on this march madness i think it's going to be a lot like last year's where you have to expect the unexpected uh there's a lot of schools that have traditionally been in the tournament that will be there as always mm. uh but this year has been weird like i said you have teams like uh my favorite which is unfortunately probably not going to make the tournament uh north carolina they started at number one and then they just fell off the map and they haven't really Jeez. been able to get back up there mm. they have a decent record i just don't think it's going to be enough and if they do go in they'll be a very low seed they might even have to play in the play-in games Jeez. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough one to to really get everything wrapped around. I mean, you have Houston playing good right now. You have teams, again, that you don't traditionally see that are coming on the map now. And it's just yeah. these smaller schools are actually getting those players that they need to make a push. Yeah. If you were to pick a horse. Picking a horse. Oh, um, I was going to say, also, who's the favorite to win? Like, who's, yeah, who's honestly, everybody I don't thinking? even know who the favorite would be right now. I, th- I think that you have to... Probably, I'm going to go, honestly, Alabama's been impressive this year. Uh, Purdue spent some time at the top, and I think they might shock someone. They'll probably both be a number one seed in the tournament. Uh, but I think I want to go off the map a little bit. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like underdog stories. And you know, you're again, you're going to have that 
12, 13, maybe a 14 seed that makes a little push. It always happens. But I'm going to go with right now, if we're looking at the rankings, I think that they're ranked. What are they ranked right now? I think Purdue has a good shot. They're ranked number five right now in the top 25. All right. Uh, so that's going to be my early pick before I see where everyone ends up. They'll probably yeah, yeah. be a, a two seed, which means they're not going to see anybody as a one until when it means most in, yeah. in that elite eight. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Purdue right now. I, right, I think they're the most. Folks. Yeah, I was going to say, but yeah. Yeah. take out a second mortgage, bet everything yeah. on Purdue. Put it all nice on Purdue. Thing is I don't, <laughs> when they lose, don't come for Patrick. <laughs> yeah, don't do. Yeah, don't don't quote me on that. It's just it's been a crazy year. Like you have teams that are losing to unranked teams all year round. Yeah. Like Houston, one of their losses came to Temple, and they're not ranked. So it, it's one of those things. It's the nice thing about this tournament is it's you lose or you go or you win or you go home. So once you're yeah, once you out, once you're out, one team, yeah, yeah. you just need that play one good game and then you go to the next round. Then you wait a, the next day and you win that game again, and then all yeah. of a sudden you have a Cinderella story. Yeah, uh, but Purdue is going to be my favorite right now uh, until I see what the what their road to the final four is going to be. Look like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like it. Perfect. Well, well I'm going to cheer Purdue then. Yeah, cheer Purdue. Well, I fucking know. I don't know anything about college basketball. <laughs> Neither so. do I. I always go for Notre Dame and Notre Dame sure shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they've only won 11 games this year and in conference, which they're Notre Dame is one of those teams where they're in the most difficult conference to begin with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're only three and 17 or something like that in their conference right now. Sad Oof. times. Yeah. Sad Oof. times. So you will not see them at the tournament. Sad. Sad times for the fight. Irish. The legacy. The legacy team's gone. Absolutely. Wiped out. Wiped out. Love it. Well, sir, thank you. First thank of you all. for thank you for coming thank on, you. Patrick. Thank you for uh, um, extending your sports knowledge and yes. kind of bringing sports into a film podcast and talking a lot about uh, basketball movies. Yes, I appreciated that. Thank you so much. They're like a blind spot in my in my cinematic language <laughs> beyond like Space Jam and like oh yeah. no, I did see like Mike and I think I've seen Coach Carter, but definitely like all of these sports movies were I watched them on a coach bus to somewhere in high school. Yeah. Like I feel yeah. like that was, that's, that's when you yeah. watch them. Yeah. 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 Well, it was like that and basketball. basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, we're not even going to get that. So wow. That could have been, I on, know that would have been a I man know. movie too. I think. Yeah. Um, Tony and you Tony thinks it's cinematic gold, cinematic gold. It's a man. Again, you, I haven't I haven't watched basketball since high school, so I don't fucking remember. We watched now. basketball at my bachelor party, James. Oh yeah, that's right, we did. I don't remember any of that. It's a man um, because of terrible acting. Yeah, yeah. Great story, sort of. <laughs> sort of, sort of. <laughs> it was just a good, good comedy. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Well, thank you for being here. You're welcome back anytime. We Always. hope you had a good time, and uh, we hoped everyone had a good time listening yeah. to this one. And uh, James, do you want to take us out? Yeah. So once again, thank you. Come back literally whenever. Um, yeah, I know where you guys both live. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> just just pop over. We'll just, just we'll just pop on the mics and we'll go. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, for everyone else, thanks so much. Uh, there will be a bonus episode as well on the release of this one. So hopefully you've listened to this one first and then you listen to the bonus episode that we'll probably mention it on the other one too. But we do have to talk about the Oscars because that is happening tomorrow from tomorrow. when we're recording. Yeah, but exactly. for, for everyone listening, it'll be on the Sunday that just passed. So we'll be with you with a little bit of our commentary on what happened. But until then, I'm still James. I'm still Big Tasty. And I'm still Pat. Perfect. <laughs> and Dave... 
one day you'll be back but we'll talk to you on monday about the oscars uh thanks for listening to the finger guns podcast we'll see see you in two weeks